Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, but we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for listening. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pun. Get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. There are plenty of different designs available, so there is guaranteed to be something you love. To show your love of Dum Dums and Dice, go to redbubble.com slash people slash dice. That's D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B. D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back. Redbubble.com slash people slash dice. Get your merchandise today. All art supplied by the brilliant decapitated markers. Welcome, children of the night, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am your host, Count Vlad von Lestat. Drinker of blood, keeper of the chronicle, and all around a spooky dude. <laughs> Having disguised themselves as paramedics and the grieving widow, our coterie are infiltrating a police station slash coroner's office. Iris won over a young DJ and joined a retirement party. Everett taught Ridley how to choke people unconscious, and Ridley and Everett through Guy Bouchard at the Inquisitor in the Morgue. Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. Ah, 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 ah. Iris, you're midway through the third inexplicable chorus of a Hedley Lamar song. Um, <laughs> the beats so aggressively grind against each other that if you were human, this would probably kill you. <laughs> uh, but given <laughs> that you're Toreador, this is kind of a new level of artistic hell. Uh, and yet also kind of fascinating. Um, but you're also slightly heartened by the fact that there is another artist in the world who is having as much difficulty making things work as you are. 
Granted, yours is a curse. <laughs> His is just being bad at just it. Just a lack of talent. Yes, but such enthusiasm. I have to applaud him for that. Truly. Um, anyway, he uh, he eventually comes back over, and he's got, um, in his hand, he's got kind of like a, a couple of squares of what looks like Kleenex or toilet paper um, with kind of a, a deep blue liquid that's clearly been dropped into um, each of them. Like, a, think like a midnight blue. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're clearly tat like basically tabs of something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, so, um, it, it uh, it took some doing. I, I've got to play, uh, John Denver for the next 20 minutes. Um, it's going to be a lot of country roads. Uh, but I, I got some, I got some, some drag tabs for you. Um, yeah, they, they, apparently they got them from this, this guy they arrested last night when they, when they, sh- they, you know, you, you know, they, they shot another DJ, a worse DJ. Um, they, they killed him, but, uh, yeah, anyway. Have you done this stuff, uh, Sugar? Uh, no, I'm straight edge. Really? And he does the straight edge thing. So, yeah, I gotta keep 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 this temple clean for my beats. Oh, I'm real <laughs> proud of you. <laughs> Your beats are sick because you're clean. That, that's really nice. Do you mind if I put that on my business cards? Yes. I'm gonna add that to LinkedIn right now. <laughs> Um, so, uh, he's like, but, uh, be, be real careful with this stuff. All, all the, the people who are doing it here, they're, they're, they said it, it, it's really powerful. Um, they're actually really scared of it, but some of them are pretty jazzed about it. Um, the, the guy, the guy they took it off of, uh, he's, he's apparently quite a, quite a mover, quite a pusher. Interesting. Well, um, he's not a mover or a pusher anymore cause <laughs> uh, he's dead. Oh no, no, no. It was, it was a different guy they arrested. They said it was this guy's buddy. Oh, yeah, he's um, who, some some uh, I don't know some some thin guy. Do you know his name? No, I'm just a DJ at a cop party. Okay, great. But uh, anyway, enjoy your illicit drugs. Thank so you. listen, um, can I like call you? Sure. Cool. What's your number? I've got my phone out because I was updating LinkedIn. Great. I gave him a bunch of random digits. <laughs> it's one of Ridley's burner phones. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's like, oh, that's cool. That phone number looks really close to Pizza Pizza, but. I'll trust you that it isn't. It's not. Great. Actually, I guess if we're in Quebec, it's Pizza 63. Anyway, Quebec. Um, he's like, okay, well, um, I'll be sure to call you. This has been the greatest night of my life. Please be <laughs> careful with your drugs. Thank you. Then he goes and pushes the button and Country Roads starts. And he's like, here's here's one of my originals sung by my good friend, John Denver. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you enjoy it. It will be playing for 20 minutes. Uh, and he just takes out his phone and starts texting. Cool. So I'm probably going to head back and, uh, you know, just keep my eye out on the, the cells in the back room. Uh, so in the, um, because you're kind of on the main floor, um, the jails are kind of like down the hallway. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say if you want to try and go scope that out, um, you can, I don't think you need to roll me a check. Um, is your goal to meet up with these dudes or to check the cells? Bit of both. Okay. Um, <clears throat> hmm. Can you roll me a stealth check, please? Stealth and uh, what do we think of Tom? Uh, I think probably stealth and dexterity. Now, that is if you're just going to try and be sneaky moving down the hall. If there's anything else you want to do, if you want to try and talk one of them into showing you around, uh, if you want to try and play up the... My husband is dead in the basement angle. All those options are still available to you. It's just up to you what kind of tact you want to take. I think I'll just be sneaky until I have to be otherwise. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, let's do um, dexterity and uh, I'd say either, sorry, uh, stealth in either dexterity or wits. I'd say we can use wits as like a... It's the same either way. Okay, so. cool. 
One. One success? Yes. Okay. So um, you make your way kind of out into the hall. I think you do that thing that sometimes you can do when someone's like laughing and stumbles out into a hallway at a party where it's kind of like a laughing at a joke that no one heard and like, oh, you, and then just kind of like sneak around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, the precinct seems pretty empty. Uh, you can see there are people kind of working at various, various places, um, but the cells aren't too far away. So um, I'm going to say... There's a staircase that leads kind of down uh, towards where the morgues are. There's the elevators, and then just beyond that are the cells. Do you want to go investigate the cells or take the stairs? The cells. Cells. Um, so as you kind of edge closer to um, the cells, uh, you hear um, a woman's voice just say, Look, this would go so much easier for you if you would just tell us where you got it. I don't want to take any more of your fingers, but, you know, honestly, if you just keep doing this, we're just going to take keep taking a Miggy, and really, you only have ten. Well, nine now. Son of a bitch. <laughs> don't say that about your mother. <laughs> um, so as you edge up, um, you kind of, like, peek around the corner, and uh, you can see a woman wearing kind of a long leather coat. Um, she looks like the Inquisitor we described in the previous episode, but um, obviously it's the first time you've seen her, so to you, she just looks like a lady in... Like a, a well-worn but vaguely garish leather coat um, who is uh, standing um, in an open cell um, kind of looming over your brother who is tied to a chair and is clearly has been like badly beaten. Um, and she's just kind of flicking a, pl- a pair of um, uh, like bolt cutters around and just kind of waving them near his face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's just like, look, lady, I'm not telling you shit about shit. And honestly, I can still give you the finger with these two, so uh, go fuck yourself. Um, and you see her just kind of shrug and, and uh, open up the bolt cutters and step closer. Um, is there any way f- is for me to, like, alert everybody by, like, tripping an alarm or tripping something to have the, the officers at the party be like, oh, there's something bad happening in the background? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's police station. I feel but like that's there's, there's yeah, got to be so alarms like, everywhere. Uh, yeah. So I actually know this because I took a tour of a police station when I was in the Boy Scouts. They have basically like these strips that are along like almost all the walls. Um, and it's basically like you hit that strip. That's like, okay, someone's getting rowdy. Uh, just let, let, it lets the precinct uh, know that. And it like locates it so they know where to go kind of thing. I didn't get that much detail, but at the very least an alarm goes off. Right. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, good work. Uh, next time you're back in your childhood, can you get a tour of the morgue and tell me what that looks like yeah, for yeah, future no adventures? That'll just fuck. I fuck also took that, me up, but that's sure. funny. I also took that tour, and the only thing I remember about it is I was because I really wanted to be a cop at the time. They're like, "Yeah, you have to like go away to basic training camp," and I was like, "Away from my mom and dad? <laughs> oh, I don't know if I'd like that." And that was the end of my dream. Um, <laughs> and that's why we have this show because they <laughs> fucked up that description of the job. You did it. Um, all right, so, um, yeah, in, in a panic, Iris, you just kind of look around, you see the, the alarm strip. It looks enough like an alarm strip you would see on, like, a subway or anything else. So uh, you slam it with your fist, mm-hmm. and um, all of a sudden, just, like, a massive blaring uh, klaxon starts, uh, like, just blasting through all the, the speakers. You hear a huge commotion, um, but to Tyler and Ryan's point, uh, it doesn't seem to be localized. Do you yell something as well, or are you just going to hope that they find it? Um, I think I, I think I'm just going to hope that they find it. I want to make enough of a clatter that it's just kind of 
jolting them to get out of there as quickly as possible to kind of keep the masquerade going. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So the Inquisitor um, stops and immediately whips around. Um, I assume as soon as you do this, are you booking it away oh, to like safe yeah. distance? Yeah, okay. So um, I am of no use. So she um, whips around um, and um, you just uh, hear her mutter, oh, lucky day for you then, Mr. Dunn. Um, and then you hear essentially the sound of a hammer hitting meat. Um, as she clocks him across the face with the bolt cutters. Um, I think maybe you step into a side room um, mm-hmm. and you see her kind of sweep past in a hurry. Uh, and she seems to be speaking into um, a... Uh, like a radio sort of like, or something? Yeah, some sort of earpiece. Um, and just saying like... Uh, where, shit, where's his name? Uh, just saying like, Trescorum, we gotta go. Trescorum, come in. Trescorum, God damn it. Um, and you see her just draw a, what looks like a, like a sawed off shotgun. So the kind of thing you could single hand, mm-hmm. uh, and she begins to just sprint towards the stairs. Okay. Um, immediately after she runs down the stairs, you see a bunch of cops come like rushing down the hallway. Um, and, uh, the two guys who found you before are like, uh, uh ma'am, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I, I just like I, I heard some commotion and and this guy like screaming in pain in one of your cells. And I just thought I'd let all of you know. Uh, shit. Uh, OK. Um, listen, if I pay your DJ husband double, can you pretend you didn't see any of this? Sure. Yeah, that'd be great. OK, uh, cool. I can trust you to give him this money, right? Mm hmm. Uh, he hands you one $20 bill. <laughs> there we go. That's double what we promised him. Oh, we can eat this week. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> he puts a hand on your shoulder. He's like, I'm so sorry. Um, and then they run down the hall, um, and you can hear uh, commotion coming from the cells. Like, clearly, it, it's it's not like a, we knew this was going on. It's a, what the fuck happened here? Uh, you can hear the clang of the doors, um, people calling for backup. Um, and then immediately, uh, two non-stoned officers come down the hallway and are like, ma'am, I'm sorry, you're going to have to leave. We have to clear the station immediately. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that Dick Mitten's retirement party was ruined in such a (laughs) callous manner. Um, so they start, uh, ushering you, uh, towards the door. Great. I'll, I'll leave. You'll just just kind of like be carried out by the, yeah, Yeah. yeah, cool. Um, so I'm going to say that I think Miles, what happens for you next is once you get outside and you realize they aren't, you start to make your way around to the entrance you came in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to cut back to them. Think about whether, because this is the first time Iris has had to make like a, do I go in or do I not mm-hmm. thing since the uh, gang bar, which you were very clearly like, I'm here no one else is. Mm-hmm. Um, while I'm dealing with them for a few minutes as we kind of sync up the timelines, just think about whether or not you think, like what Iris would do in this situation. Is it really just that I wait for people or would she go in? Either option's fine. Just give it a think. Okay. It's one of those weird telltale like, oh no, the timer's is moving and both options are interesting. Uh, meanwhile, back in the morgue, you will believe a Frenchman can fly. <laughs> <laughs> like a character out of Cirque du Soleil. Guy Bouchard just spread eagles through the air <laughs> and Superman punches uh, the Inquisitor in the face. Uh, he doesn't really have much of a hook, so it doesn't really do much. Oh. Um, but um, like, That's okay. For Ridley, Guy was a distraction. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> His body hits the... Like, 
he kind of like he's not flying straight at him. He's flying horizontally. So he throws like a shitty hook. His naked body slams. Or no, he's not. He's wearing the, the jean shorts. Slams up against the Inquisitor who kind of like goes and doubles over uh, in surprise. Kel surprise, if you will. Um, and uh, the um, intern screams and he books it out the door. Uh, and the coroner, or he starts to run towards the door. You can, I just saw Tyler literally <laughs> raise his hands to catch Tyler, him. Tyler just did Henry Cavill reloading both arms yeah, at yeah. the table. Uh, and the, the coroner drops into like a nervous knife fight stance with the scalpel. It's like, all right, you charlatans, let's go. Uh, Tyler, what do you do about this escaping intern? I'm going to beat him to the door. <laughs> you see, if it was Ridley, you were going to beat him to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so... Um, can you roll me a dexterity and um, let me see if my celerity comes into play here. Rapid reflexes. Uh, no, it's not. It's not. Doesn't apply to movement. Uh, what does it apply to? Uh, it is. I'd have no defense penalty for lack of cover versus range attacks. So it sounds like I can fucking dodge bullets, which pretty fucking cool at first level. <laughs> um, and um, I also get a minor action worth 2d10 per turn. So I think it gives me like a free like reloading or readying weapon actions. Okay, cool, on my cool, turn. cool. Um, so quick on the draw. So you could reload your arms. Yes, <laughs> he just did. Uh, all right, give me dexterity and I guess athletics. And remember that hunger, baby. I got him in there. We we hunky. Whoop. Uh, three successes. Hell yeah, that's more like it. All right. Out of four dice. Um, so you, I think, uh, as this if this intern is running, you just kind of like step in front of the door, blocking it. Uh, what do you say? Uh, I'll uh, I'll take out my gun, and I'll say, "Get on the floor." Uh, y- y- yes, sir. I-, I I hope you have an okay first day. Uh, and he gets on the floor and just like closes his eyes, puts his hands over the back of his head. Perfect. Uh, the Riddler, what are you doing? Uh, as you can imagine, I'm sprinting across the room and I would like to, around Guy, uh, spear and then grapple this, uh, fucking Inquisitor. Uh, I, I want to basically try to disable his arms and I'm cool with doing maximum damage to this guy because the other two are innocent. The Inquisitors are evil, torturous motherfuckers. I, I will break every part of his body I can. And I have potence. Uh, which is just a passive ability, which means my unarmed attacks do aggravated damage to mortals if desire. And oh, I fucking desire. <laughs> is that true about uh, Inquisitors, by the way? That they're like kind of evil in their... I mean, that's what Ridley thinks. Okay. That's what I think. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I mean, as players, we also know someone cut off one of her brother's fingers upstairs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was taking that into consideration But Ridley as well. just assumes the I mean, church is bad. not all inquisitors. <laughs> I say Ridley does not care for the church. Sure. Uh, okay. For its treatment of humans. Got it. Okay. All right. So go ahead and roll me your brawl and uh, strength. Okay, I have four successes, two of which oh, are no. tens, one of which is a hunger die. Is that what I think it is, Tom? It's a messy successy. Messy successy! <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> um, fuck. <laughs> All right, um, so I also rolled for him. How many successes was that in total? Four. Four? Oh, fuck, you beat him by one. Um, so you 
slam him up against the um, uh, the wall uh, with ghee sandwiched between you, being like, <laughs> "Yeah, kick his ass." <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, Jesus, oh man. But one of the options for a messy critic. Well, hmm, what's this going to be? Yeah, all right. Um, so you slam into him. Uh, you're trying to do max damage, right? Uh, yeah. Worst case scenario, disable his arms and hands so he can't shoot us. Ah, it's just ice him. Like, I don't give a fuck about this guy. So you slam into him, um, like, around Guy, and knowing you need to end this quickly, I think you just sink your teeth into his throat um, and kind of uh, tear at him. Um, and he, he starts, like, obviously screaming, um, you got four successes, so you'll deal damage over and above. Man, I always fucking forget how damage works in this. Um, hang on one sec. Can you, uh, pause? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We'll do double damage. check damage. Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. It's me, Tyler Hewitt. I normally play Everett Fry, but today I'm playing the role of guy who will talk to you about Patreon. That's right. Dum Dums and Dice has a Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice, you can support us at a number of different levels. For example, for $25 a month, you get your name added in the special thank yous at the end of every episode. And you get to create an NPC of your own that will join the cast of Dum Dums and Dragons, or Blood and Syrup, or the Valentine Heresy in their adventures. You don't have to be bitten by a vampire to be immortalized, okay? It, it's, it can be so much simpler. Patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Okay? Memorize it. Type it. Click it. The clicking part is, is subscribing. All right. You got this. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Tyler Hewitt, just coming at you with a little special offer for you. You know, if you're a fan of uh, what we're doing here on the show, then we have, to borrow a phrase from Jerry Holkins, a patron-oriented experience tailored just for you. If you go to patreon.com slash dice you can sign up and get a bunch of special features that we're not really going to make available to anyone else, so do that now. Well, not right now, but, you know. Cool. So, uh, having looked it all up and being <laughs> back in the rules that I understand, um, so you will deal your... Um, so you, you get one point of damage just for rolling over the success, plus um, do you get additional for your brawly brawly stuff? I don't know. I do specialize in grappling. So whatever that is, I have three dots, and then I add a fourth for specialization for die rolls. Okay, cool. And then um, I have three strength. Yeah. Okay, so he's pretty fucked up. Uh, he's still standing, but he's he's rough. Um, and uh, as you start biting at him, like, you don't quite rip out his throat, but you're, like, you're, you're biting in his neck, and he's just like, I fucking knew you scum were here. Um, and uh, he is going to, like, as as you're you're wrestling with him, he can't... Like, his arms are pinned, um, but he kind of reaches um, into his coat, uh, and you can see him fumbling for a grenade. Okay. Do I have time to respond? I don't know what I'm supposed to do to do at this point. I don't know either. You hang tight. Cool. Uh, Everett. 
Uh, you've got a knife fighting doctor and a scared intern on the ground. You've got your gun up. You can see Ridley is attacking the uh, Inquisitor. Also, Ridley, if you can add, please, one stain for your messy successy. Great. Where, how do I add a stain? Uh, it's under your humanity. You're just going to draw a line through one of the boxes. Oh, sure. Uh, it's the same thing that happened to Iris a little while ago where um, with messy successes, there's a variety of things that can happen, one of which is just like your humanity begins to slip further and further away. And without atonement, you may lose lose your humanity altogether. Cool. But you just have murder in your eyes. All I see is a grenade. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Everett. humanity. I don't want to explode. He's like... I agree. <laughs> Miles, easy for play. Um, Tyler, what do you do? Um, I'll uh, I'll just walk up to the doctor with the scalpel. I I don't think I'm too concerned about that. I'm just gonna punch him in the stomach <laughs> and just double him over. Okay, go ahead. How do you want that? Do you um, want strength and brawl? I guess. Yes, please. Okay. Uh, one success. Well, that beats his two failures. <laughs> um, so yeah, you just like sock him in the stomach. He goes, <gasps> that's all I needed. Um, yeah. He drops the scalpel. Uh, and he just looks to the inquisitor as he drops to his knees. And he says, I tried and uh, falls over. My next target is the inquisitor. Cool. Um, all right. So, um, Ryan, we're going to roll an opposed check. All right. It is grappling. So you get to add a bunch of dots. Uh, but this is for you to try and keep him from reaching the uh, grenade pin. Cool. Um, <laughs> Are you fucking out, gay? <laughs> I, I, I'm trying. I'm pinned by you, too. You're very good at grappling. <laughs> fucking bite him. <laughs> I have four successes. One of them is a ten. Okay, I only had two. So you managed to keep his arms pinned. Um, and Everett, I assume you're going to drop this guy? Uh, depends. Do I see this grenade or yeah, do they I look like they've got it? I'll say like, fucking shoot him. He's got a grenade. Then yeah, I'll shoot him in the head. So I think you literally just walk straight up to him and it's just like classic Rick Grimes. It's just a thing of just because of how I'm playing Everett, I need to know that this guy is bad. How <laughs> How much did... Ellen tell me about the Inquisition and how bad is it to run into an Inquisitor? Uh, the Camarilla is broken because the Inquisition is slowly like closing in on all kindred. Honestly, here's the tricky part for Everett. If they'd found you first, you'd be an Inquisitor. Definitely. But they are also known for like doing tremendously horrible things in the name of wiping out kindred. The way the Second Inquisition's kind of framed up, it's not like they're just a bunch of monks anymore. It's like the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, CSIS, all of these groups have people who are essentially, like every organization in the world that's tracking vampires is essentially now part of this Inquisition. So here's, here's the real dilemma. If this guy survives, the Inquisition is going to drop on Montreal. Okay. If I know that, then at my... That, that, was, kind of that was made. Ellen's okay. like big fear, and that's the, what the Bouchard brothers, that's why they need to get this body out here. Is like if the Inqu Inquisition's currently concerned with Ottawa, they have no interest in Montreal. If they know about Montreal, they're going to drop hard. Okay. Then, I, yeah, I got to shoot him. All right. Uh, do you say anything before you do? Um, 
thinking about how we're going to walk out of here all cool and fine, like nothing happened. I'm going to uh, see if I can, if I'm walking over there with my gun, I'm just going to yeah. grab Ridley and pull him off before I end this guy. Just I'll to keep, keep my her. hands over the grenade so he can't pull the pin. Just yep. to keep our uniforms clean because we need to walk out of here. Like <laughs> We'll use Guy as a blood yeah, shield. I was going to say, maybe yeah. instead you just yank Guy I was going to say, yeah, Guy is between me and him. I'm sure, grappling that works both. too. Fine, yeah. Um, all right, and then you you look him straight in the eye and oh, blow his head look apart. him in the eye. All right, yeah. Um, <laughs> so outside Iris, you hear... Um, sort of like an echo there's still like the alarms going on they're way late on on this uh what have you decided to do i think i might um try to go in to see if there's anything that i can help with in the chaos because i did see her go go after them and see if i can warn them any further Okay, so I'm gonna say you uh you enter the building um but I'd probably grab the other bouchard okay yep so you and to at uh, least like get out of this outfit, so I'm not don't look like this anymore. Uh, sure. So um, the only outfit they have on hand is the onesie. So you're now in a onesie, but honestly, it's less gross than the outfit you're in. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he um, he hands you a gun. Uh, he says, I, "I don't know if you know how to shoot, but uh, now's a good time to learn." Great. Um, he just says like point and click <laughs> Shot, um, shotguns in the ambulance. Yeah. I think yeah. he'll give you a pistol. Would you take the pistol or the shotgun? Pistol. Pistol. Yeah. So he, he hands you a pistol. He takes the shotgun. Uh, the two of you make your way into the building. Um, you start to come down the stairs. Um, as you do, you can see the female inquisitor start to sneak up towards the morgue doors. Um, and then as soon as she hears the gunshot, she like, if we're moving in slow motion, begins to sprint toward the doors. Um, here's what I think I'm going to have you roll. Can you roll me a stealth check? Oh, no. Stealth plus? Yeah, stealth plus um, dex, I imagine? Or She yeah. just held up one die, listeners. She only has or, or one resolve to stay I would, quiet. Yeah, I would say resolve or wits. Same. Anyway, either way you put that. <laughs> nice. Rolling, okay. rolling three dice in the dice pool. Let's do it. Not a single success. Okay. So you're making a bit of noise. She starts to look back over her shoulder. Here's the thing I'm going to ask you. Uh, currently, she's going to bust into the room. They're unaware she's there. She doesn't know you guys are there. You can draw her attention to the two of you and hope that between you and uh, Hugo, you can gun her down. Mm-hmm. Or you can let her go in and then the two of you can chase her into the room and try and deal with her there. What do you do? I'll, I'll probably try to get her attention while it's simultaneously getting theirs. Okay. So what do you yell? Keep in mind, you're all still outside the morgue. But they can, they'll be it's able to It's got one of those like door. flipping door yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, things. Yeah, it's, it's like, like fum, 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 door. Uh, what do you yell at her? Bitch, your outfit's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> she stops, turns around, she's like, what in the holy fuck? Um... And both you and Guy open fire. So, uh, Miles, I need you to roll me, please, a... I know there's a firearms in here somewhere. Yeah, firearms. And um, I think you could do dexterity or resolve, but I think you're probably going to want resolve. It's the same both ways. Cool. And I've got zero firearms, so here we go. Pull that trigger, yo. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Uh, Hugo's also firing. 
I, I, I didn't build this character to be able to fight. <laughs> it's okay, Jesse Pinkman. Just hold it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The fight came to you. Two successes. Damn. Guys, I need you to know something very special about what just happened with my boy. <laughs> Hugo. Hugo. Messy success. <laughs> oh, no. Yay. He's um, thirsty. He shoots me. So, um,. <laughs> Uh, Iris, you, yeah, similar to Jesse Pinkman, you just kind of pray and spray. So you just start emptying the clip. It's not a clip, it's like a revolver. You just Mm -hmm. empty like all five barrels. Yeah, yeah, just empty the barrel. Um, It's not tremendously successful. Like you're kind of hitting, you're kind of like winger in the shoulder, but it's enough. And the second there's a spray of her blood, um, you see Hugo's eyes just go black uh. and he sprints, like leaps off the wall and it's full fucking like claws out onto her and he just starts goring her and feasting kind of like, he doesn't go for the throat so much as the face. Um, she starts like screaming, but it, the scream is quickly cut off. Um, and, uh, as he starts like tearing her throat out with his, uh, teeth, you rush past him into the morgue just in time to see Everett walk up to a man and, uh, cap him in the head. Great. What the <laughs> fuck? It's a fucking inquisition. Okay. So you, Everett, you covered a fucking hallway. Okay. Shut up. There's another one out there. The other Bouchard is up. He goes out there like mauling her to death. So we got to get all of these out of here. Okay. Gee. Go fucking get Hugo off the corpse. Everett, put his fucking body on a fucking thing. I'm already grabbing the doctor and I'm just shoving him into that open cold storage <laughs> thing along with like the assistant are both going in just because I want to lock him in so they can't get out. Can you uh, make him forget? Ah, uh, you know what? We'll roll this dice both ways. Uh, and I, I grab both their heads and I make them look me in the eye inside the cold storage uh, and I cast Dominate. <laughs> I can attempt to cloud their memories. Obviously, they're aware it's happening. (laughs) So for me, it's charisma and dominate versus their wits and resolve. I love this so much. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. I got a, what's, what is that? What am I wrong? Charisma and dominate. That's not my best. (laughs) We'll fucking find out. Is there such a thing as like uh, support for this? Yeah. I I don't know if this is in the rules, but given the way these rules Boil down. Um, Miles, I'm going to say as Iris, you can like storm up next to him and kind of throw a bit of your... My charisma his Your charisma way. on it. Yeah. So go ahead and roll me one dice to add to his, but make it a hunger dice, please. Aww. This won't affect your hunger necessarily. It might affect his. I have one success. Not a success. I have one success. Okay. Um, but it's not a crit fail. So. Okay. Uh, so, um, you stare him in the eye. What do you say? I say, forget. Uh, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah. You, you were, you were never here. Uh, oh fuck it. Let's just be honest. The orphans say hello. Uh, and I close <laughs> the door and lock him in. Uh, yeah, Iris, you can definitely tell these guys <laughs> did not forget. Cool. Okay. Get a fucking inquisitor and we're just jamming him on the gurney and I'll cover it in a sheet and we're just going to wheel him the fuck out. Cause I want to bring the inquisitors. We with need us. the body yeah. of the other guy too. This gurney's three bodies high. Three That's people. fine. Three people high. We'll That's put fine. A uh, Iris in a tremendous like feat of, of strength, but also having hung out with Iggy long enough. Just uh, do you want to like firemen the, carry one of them out? No, I'll take the rem. Like, I feel like there's not much remnants left of the lady. So I'll just take those. <laughs> Yeah, I'll put, you, them, I'll put them in a body you bag. Grab, yeah, you, you <laughs> grab, <laughs> you, you throw kind of like mid torso down into a body bag with some viscera. Um, and uh, Hugo is just like licking his lips. Uh, all of his teeth are pin sharp. And he's like, I have not feasted in that way in some time. And he's like, 
quit bragging. Um, so yeah, you you slop the rest of her into the bag. Um, you throw the rest of the bodies, pile them high just, on the gurney. Yeah, I'm just like instructing as well, just like saying like, keep their blood out of his mouth. Yeah, in terms so, of like the dead inquisitors and our torpor vampire friend, who's probably not our friend. We're sprinting them towards the ambulance. Cool. Um, so you slam into the ambulance. Um, you can hear uh, there's a huge commotion coming from the police station, and suddenly you see a bunch of cops start to run towards the ambulance, uh, and you hear a lot of like, hey. Hey, freeze! And I think we'll shove Hugo towards the van and be like, get it the fuck out of here. We'll call you. <laughs> and then just peel the fuck out. <laughs> All right, so you um, you hop into the, the ambulance um, and you can hear gunshots kind of pinging off the back. Um, you floor it and you take off. Um, Everett, I'm going to need you to roll me a check to see if you can kind of lose any potential tail. Uh, this is the classic Grand Theft Auto, how do you hide an ambulance in a downtown situation? Yep. Uh, so I'm assuming Dex and Drive? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, one success. Um, okay, so you uh, pull away, gunshots kind of pinging off the um, the ambulance. That said, none of the cops were running for their cars. They kind of thought you <laughs> were They're a little drunk and high. Uh, yeah, and like, <laughs> the ones who aren't are likely dealing with the prisoner who's been beat up or the, the carnal house you left in the basement. Um, Charnel House, Carnal House. Yeah, people are fucking. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so uh, all of you managed to uh, to escape. Uh, the three of you are are kind of like tearing down a, a side street, um, and uh, you have a moment to kind of collect yourselves uh, before you, uh, you you sort of turn in. You can see the sun is is almost rising. Cool. Um, what did you say to them in the morgue? I said the orphans say we're, hello. We're going to torch this ambulance in orphan territory. Oh, 100%. But first, let me get a boys, uh, and we'll unload uh, the Inquisitor's bodies. Uh, actually, no. We're going to be even craftier. I want to take the equipment off of the bodies, but leave the Inquisitor's bodies in the ambulance. <laughs> and I will take the torpor, and I'll just... Because uh, the nice thing about my bear boys is I spent so many points of character creation. They're 100% reliable, so I can call them and they oh, show up right. every time. that's I remember that. So we'll get them to just, like, bring cars. And literally, we'll take all the, the gear. Cause, you know, then we can use this if we got to go vampire hunting. Fucking free upgrade. <laughs> but we'll dump those bodies and bring the torpor and disappear. And we'll torch it at the edge of... Uh, yeah, their territory. Cool. And I think we would instruct them to take, like, all the drugs and stuff off, too. So it just purely seems like a crazy drug-fueled gang caper. Yeah. Uh, Iris, is there anything you want to do with the ambulance before we torch it? Nope. Great. So um, all of you pile out. Um, you set the ambulance on fire in orphan territory. Um, you kind of, I think each of you kind of piles into one of the Bear Boys' cars. Uh, I think at this point, like, the sun is is like literally on the horizon. So it's kind of a get under these carpets, mm-hmm. get in the yep. trunk kind of situation. Um, and they scatter. Um, and um, I think in this particular instance, um, each of them takes you back to their own place. So rather than going back to a centralized location, it's like whatever they can get you inside first. Um, so um, you're each brought to like a different apartment kind of throughout the city. Um, and by this point, all of you are exhausted. Um, it's been a, a legitimately a horribly bloody night. Uh, luckily, each of them has prepared kind of, since these are bolt holes, kind of like a comfortable enough thing. They make you as comfortable as they can in each place. Um, what is the last thing each of you does before you go to sleep? Uh, Everett needs to take a fucking shower. Just to, like he, he killed a human tonight. Yeah. Inquisitor or no. Cool. So like classic 
hand against the shower. <laughs> Definitely. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> the sax, the mournful sax solo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Ridley, what do you do? Uh, I'm going to call Chonky. Uh, I, I imagine I don't even get out of the car. I probably am just in an underground parking lot, like in the backseat under blankets in the wheel well. And I'm just sure. like, ah, oh, it's good enough for me. Uh, but I want to call him and I want him to, uh, sp- him and the boys to spread rumors around town that the orphans carried out a hit on the uh, police station just because they're either Anarch or Sabbat. I can't remember. Um, you don't know. I know they're not Camarilla because they no, were open. You, you think they're, uh, you think they're aligned with the Sabbat. Great, yeah, yeah fuck You em. know there's there's a bot. Yeah, so I want to spread rumors about them so we can just send heat their way to, like, fuck with their empire. Because if cool. I can destabilize them, we can expand. And I want that fucking strip club. <laughs> Great. Uh, Iris, what do you do? I'm going to wash the onesie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm going to, like, just take all of Ridley's makeup off and make myself smell nice again. And then I'm going to safely tuck away those drugs and... Curse my brother for being an asshole. And so the living curse of Iggy Dunn continues. This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, and Megan Miles at Maggie Miles on Twitter, featuring storyteller Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Tom McGee, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M R K R. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis, and Traffic by Kai Engel, and all our ads use tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available on freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dumb Dumbs and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. You can also get merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice and you can join our Patreon of darkness. Patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Sleep well, children of the night. Ah, 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 ah. Spooky. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.